Good morning, everyone. Hope you all are doing great, that you all are in great spirits, that you are staying safe, that you are staying healthy. I know um, even productive during this time of stillness and finding yourself in wholeness and renewal and just gravitating more to prayer and God and being still and at peace and listening to, you know, God's words and um, the things that he wants us to reflect back on. And so I have been doing a lot myself. I've been, you know, very productive, even though staying home may have been completely different and out of a lot of our elements. It has been a very rewarding time at the same time. Although this may be a scary time during Um, a scary season during our time, but we have to stay fixed on um, your faith and and God's um, promises and know that everything will work out. This is not a time to attack this with fear. It's a time to attack this with faith and obedience and making sure that we are doing everything that we can to be, you know, mindful of the situation that's going on in our family and our loved ones and our friends and and staying home and just being productive during this time with you and the Lord. So let's start off with our morning prayer. Thank you, Father, for positioning this platform in Christ. And thank you, Father, for placing all those who have trusted you as your Savior and allowing us to fellowship through this network as brothers and sisters. Thank you that we are members of your body and we are being built up together as your holy dwelling place. Father, we pray that as the wickedness in the world seems to be increasing and the love of many has grown so cold, that you would continue to unite us in loving fellowship and seek your peace, your word and forgiveness when we fall short. I pray that this message is delivered in your likeness and pleases you, Father, that our hearts receive it with love. And as we continue on within our day, within our week, that we hold each other up in prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want to dive right into the message. Um, I know I have been gone for a while, but again, like I said, during this time, um, God allowed a lot in my life to be paused for me to get back to I guess his his work and and his especially working on this particular ministry that um at oftentimes fell to the wayside because of other obligations that I had to tend to so I've been working nonstop with um, just praying and and meditating for different messages to deliver to you. And I have a number of passionate messages that um, I have worked on. So I'm excited in that aspect to be able to be on air with you guys and fellowship with you guys throughout this time. And hopefully I do my due diligence in delivering solid messages that you can ponder on and that you can think about um or that you can actually um just work on and gravitate towards during this time where um you are working on yourself and today's message is entitled being authentic what's wrong with just being you um 
This message came very clear to me because there are often times that we all lose ourselves and we forget who we really are because of everything that may be going on around us. And we get so caught up and so lost in portraying an an image that's distorted and that's not even ours. And during this time, I feel like this is a moment where we can self-reflect and redefine ourselves. And when this is all over, we can come out on the other side ready to deliver our personal masterpiece in this world. And so, like I said, in a world that is filled with distortion and and make-believe, having um authenticity is key to mastering the art of self-love your genuine arrangements in your life is orchestrated through this authentic this um authenticity and and what i mean by that is like your businesses or friendships your relationships or anything you seek out to do these are genuine arrangements in your life it is even driven or authenticity is the key to even your emotional, your spiritual, and your mental um, stability. And most importantly, your honesty, your truth. See, hypocrisy and deceitfulness is not of godly characteristic. Um, deceit is the number one ingredient of being uh, fake, being unreal, or being, you know, unauthentic. Um It is the devil's way to disillusion God's children. And when you find yourself either unhappy, insecure, unsure, or even obsessed with finding out the depths of others instead of yourself, you become unauthentic. Just a lost soul wandering around with a mirror attached to your face and reflecting only what you see instead of a glass that will still reflect the real you transparency there's this quote by Christina Lonsdale um, that I'll be posting and it says being authentic will radiate more pure energy than trying to be an idea you but I feel like this quote works both ways if you're being unauthentic it will also radiate energy that has no genuine intent or no genuine undertone that will be recognized no matter how well you think you may be ideally keeping up with the facade or the disguise. There may be people you think you have food. There are many people that you will fool. And those are the people that themselves, they have limited clarity from their own hidden truths. But the majority of people are the ones that are strong within their validity and transparency that will recognize it. And my thing is, you are too beautiful and amazing, too unique with an individual purpose to not just be yourself. Genesis 1 verse 27 said, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. 
So instead of carrying that mirror on your face and reflecting the outside world, it's time to turn that mirror around and look inside to see God's reflection. God created us in his own image. And if you stop looking at the worldly things or the outside of what others may have or what you think they may have, you will have time to start loving the God in you. You cannot see his truth without living your own. I mean, if you want to imitate genuineness and authenticity, we must imitate love and that self-love. Ephesians 5 verses 1 and 2 said, Therefore we be imitators of God as beloved children. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us as a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. I want to break this message down into three sections. The first one will be about how to recognize authenticity to what may cause a person to lose their authenticity and then three how to navigate yourself or help someone else go back to being the authentic imperfect but perfectly god created you are them so let's look at the first one about how to recognize the authenticity so let me ask you Do you know of anyone right now, an acquaintance, a friend, a relative, or even a spouse that is either not allowing you to be the real you, or you know they are not being the real them? Are you yourself just not allowing yourself to be the real you? How can we recognize when someone isn't being authentic? How can we or you identify the characteristics that you yourself may be hosting during this identity crisis because that's exactly what it is the answers are quite simple they may not come as clear as you'd like but they are very simple and this is nothing to beat yourself up at a, up about um because oftentimes we go through seasons where we become lost souls and we are trying to figure out who we are it can be an age crisis it could be Um, anything some major change in our lives and we've just lost becoming a mother you can lose your identity and be you know and who you are as a woman by just becoming a mother which is a beautiful thing becoming a wife or a husband um, a caregiver who you are you can get so warped up into this new position and this new role that you forget your true identity but you have to be able to recognize this identity crisis and like i said the answers they're quite simple but sometimes it can be very unclear to identify but they are simple and it is love truth purpose and intent when we are reflecting our god-given image we act out of love we are driven by love and we are imitating love not for competition not out of jealousy not out of not out of pure gain but out of love are you really acting out of love okay and this will all tie back in together and then we have truth god is the truth And when a person is being authentic, they don't fight for their truth to be heard. They battle for God's truth to be known. And that's a big difference. I'll repeat that. Truth. 
when you are being authentic, you don't fight for your truth to be heard. You battle for God's truth to be known. You put on his armor and you go out to battle this worldly worldly things, every single thing, but you do it for God's truth to be known, not for your truth to be heard. And I had issues with that when I come across those times whenever I'm trying to figure out who I am again, because again, it happens. We go through seasons, transitions, and we have to stay grounded of who we really are. And we can lose sight of that sometimes. And there were times when I wanted my truth to be heard. It was only fair that everyone understood my truth. This is my truth. This is not fair that everyone may think this or that, and it's not the truth. But then I get snatched back into an understanding that is not my truth that that's that even matter. It's God's truth. And God's truth will stand out before anything. And I had to understand that. And then let's look at purpose. Ephesians says, We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. That's Ephesians 2 verse 10. See, God has given each purpose, each person their own unique purpose with talents and gifts to offer to his people. When you see yourself or someone else constantly at odds with their purpose and trying to define their purpose by pushing talents or gifts that they are not uniquely equipped with, then there is no passion behind their purpose. All there is is chaos. You have to understand that you have your own unique gifts and your own unique talents. Stop trying to push what you have inside into something else or into an area that you think, you know what, let me cover all this. I see that person doing it and they're making it look easy, but you know what? You're going to have chaos. You're going to find yourself either unsuccessful or you're moving or you're bouncing along before something is completed. It's chaos. And lastly, we have intent. Just an authentic image should not be driven by competition. Your intent should not be delivered only for recognition. See, your true intent that is a foundation from from love and your God-given purpose will always exude Christ and your good work will automatically be glorified. It will automatically multiply. It will be successful in its own right and it will light the world because that is your purpose. Make sure your intentions are from a humble, clear place, a place of an insurance in your identity as a child of God. See, for God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether it is good or whether it is evil. Okay? You have to understand God knows your heart. And if you are you or someone you know is not acting out of love, not acting out of truth, not acting... Um, with your God-given purpose and intent to serve God's people with their with your God-given purpose or their God-given purpose, then you need to check the authenticity of their heart. 
You may be called to do multiple works with multiple talents and gifts, yet you are not called to do it all or called to do something someone else may be doing just because it looks great. As I stated before, people with passion behind their purpose put their heart, their blood, their sweat, and their tears into it. You don't know their story. You just see their glory. And because you aren't sure about your own identity, you want their glory identity but you weren't equipped to live their story identity because guess what you are only equipped to live yours you may be called to be the countless amount of teachers or doctors or singers or actors etc but there can still only be one of you so be authentic just be you the second section we talked about is what could cause a loss of authenticity (laughs) hurt fear and mental anguish all these things are destructive agents of the devil the devil himself comes in a disguise think about that so while you are placed in the disguise you are imitating not god you are imitating devil characteristics 2 corinthians Chapter 11, verse 14 says, And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Don't become fooled. Just think about it. Manipulation and deception. Many people get lost and the devil comes in to destroy their self-esteem, their belief, their confidence, and their image of God. So when a person has found it hard to surface after being drowned out by either abuse, hurt, fear, pain, darkness from trauma, repositioning, transitions, failure, or even self-blame, they turn to the very same behavior that caused the initial problems in their distortion. I know so many people that have found themselves lost behind the shadows of others because they were either in a possessive relationship or they had to suddenly change our transition into another role where you know either their partner may have molded them into what they wanted them to be or they had to suddenly for just drop who they were and the things that they were doing just suddenly that can be traumatic you know and it's so hard to surface through that and to come through that and to see the other side once you've walked so far beyond who you were initially. And what happens is that fight became so toxic and it had long lasting effects. It was their beauty inside died from the ugliness of this exposure or the sudden the suddenness of this exposure. But I'm here to tell you God is a redeemer and he can restore, which leads me to my last section. How do you recover from being? How can you navigate yourself or help someone else go back to being the authentic, imperfect, but perfectly God created you or them? This time, right now, It's time to filter out. During this time of stillness, become more in tune to who you really are. Take this time to define your true image in Christ. What music do you like to listen to? Blast it. Who cares? You're home. 
What food do you like to eat or cook? Try it. Burn some eggs. If you, I mean, try it. The simple things. You are not perfect. Allow these imperfections to shine so you can figure out who you are. Write a list of all the things that make you smile, that truly make you smile. Pray each morning and each night for clarity in your purpose. Exercise your talents and build on those talents and gifts. If you love to write, you should be journaling every day. If you love to sing, you should be singing loud in the shower every morning. If you love to exercise, you should be out there trying to figure out what new exercises you can create on a new YouTube channel. Use this time to exercise those talents and build on those talents and gifts. Support those around you. Don't try to imitate those around you, but support those that are around you. Think of creative ideas that you love, not ideas that you have to force because you stole them from someone else. Eliminate people or things that may be weighing you down. This is a perfect time or excuse if you're not one of those direct people and you don't you don't you haven't learned the art of saying no just yet use this time of saying you know what I can't right now is a stay-at-home order I just can't be around you use this time every resource that you can to eliminate those 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 things or those people that have been weighing you down that you could never just shake encourage yourself daily wake up every morning look in that mirror reflect you have been where you have been having that mirror on top of your face and all people see is what they see themselves as you as that mirror is being reflected it's time for you to turn that mirror around and wake up in the morning or every day every time you pass a mirror say hello i'm beautiful in our house i have so many mirrors it's unbelievable i have like a huge mirror in our bedroom. I have a huge mirror in the living room, a huge mirror in, in bathrooms. And I have mirrors everywhere. You know why? Because not only as a, 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 um, dis- a an illusion effect in a home, it makes your home or the space look bigger. I even have mirrors on my dressers. It's crazy. But what it is, is you can continue to walk and you can continue to see God's image in you everywhere you turn and you can be reminded of who you are how hard you work to be who you are don't let anyone steal that from you don't let the devil take that from you you know create a vision board for yourself this is one of our main missions with my we are right program um the nonprofit that I have we started out we go we went through um we well, actually, we develop this concept where we have kids. First, we start off with um, allowing kids or teaching kids how to create vision boards that have been de- donated by the community, and whether whatever art material or whatever the case may be. We teach these children how to create these vision boards and to dream their reality and to write out their reality. Create your own vision board. Also, remove yourself from social media distractions for a while. I mean, the list goes on and on. I know for Lynn, I gave up Facebook. I even 
tried to give up coffee, but I end up drinking coffee again. I have to tell on myself because only because um, drinking hot substances and liquids um, throughout the day can help clear out your the cool nasal passageway inside of, you know, um, I mean, well, basically clear out that that coolness in your nasal cavity and your nasal space. So I was like, you know what? Instead of drinking all this tea all the time, let me drink my coffee. So I have to admit. But anyway, back to um, the point, you know, clear out those social media distractions for a while. I know I had to. I had to. I had to just continue um, to understand that social media would not rule my world. It is a network for me to help build my my brand and my business. And I had to stay focused on that. But eliminate yourself from that for a while. I mean, the list goes on and on. But at the end of the day, I need you to understand that your mental, emotional, and your spiritual, spiritual health is the key to finding authenticity. So speak with God, speak with your pastors, your wise counsel, or make and make an appointment to get a professional interventionalist involved, excuse me, um, braces or a headache, but involved in your healing process. You know, God has equip these people with unique um, gifts to help guide his people and there's tail mad at this at this moment and it helps and it works you can be in your bed in your bed having these appointments you know face to face through tail mad with your professional get that help it's no shame in that but whatever you do you need to start the healing process and finding who you are find other men or women that you can pray with that will pray for you or that will encourage you to just be yourself the best version of yourself don't cripple this behavior by being around yes people you shouldn't be a yes person either call this behavior out if you care And you know this person is better than being a low-grade image of someone else other than the beautiful person they are capable of being. I can't express enough how important this time is to find you. It is so, so important. And I hope that you take this message not lightly, but you really think about and ponder on this particular message and you ask yourself and again we all face this season countless times but I need you to understand that you are strong within yourself to surface through and find yourself again so I hope this message really resonate and it really helps you or someone that you know that's struggling right now to find themselves this is a very serious matter mentally and emotionally even spiritually and you have to understand that it's no joke and it's not a game so during this time of stillness find yourself or help someone else find themselves by being supportive and being you can even be a mentor maybe there's a beautiful talent that you see within this person that you possess yourself and that you have been successful with exploring 
gravitate to them and take their hand and and show them an apprenticeship and allow them to flourish in that particular area. Um, With that being said, I'm going to move on to poetry time. Um, The one poem, I think I read this poem before, but I think it's just so befitting for this particular poem. message. And this one, again, is from The Conversation of Hope, um, my personal um, um, book, poetry volume, and it's called Makeup. So I really hope you like it. We walk around trying to cover blemishes and flaws. Some use MAC, some even use Revlon, and others use Fashion Fair. But plenty use CoverGirl to achieve the ultimate glare. Yet the makeup I'm speaking of goes deeper than liquid foundation. It cannot be dabbled on in moderation or at temporary stimulation. It's called genetics. And it's what helps you to get permanent admiration. See, we can always razzle-dazzle our outside appearance, add a little bling here, paste a little old baby lip gloss on there. But what truly matters is your inner dispositions. Genetic makeup. We always try and hide, put on that representative and suppress the true you we have inside. But what I've learned is that no matter what we do, we all have flaws, but that's the uniqueness about you. Some wish they had a smaller nose or even bigger lips crying out, I hate my weight or I wish I had wider hips. Society has made a fortune off of this industry called plastic surgery. While they're counting their dollars, you just got rid of the only thing that resembled your ancestor's story. We frown up when someone says, oh, you look just like your mom or dad, not realizing that there's someone out there wishing you had the chance to have the parents you had. Now, don't get me wrong, buffing a diamond will help to keep it shine, but all I'm saying is don't get so wrapped up on the outside that you abandon the character you have inside. A diamond is a diamond no matter its clarity. And as you put on your Mac Revlon Fashion Fair or Cover Girl, don't forget to buff up your heart, mind, and attitude profoundly. Make sure you are humble and just as beautiful inside as out. Have your smile shine through your soul and not just from your mouth. See, it's not the lip gloss or the eyeshadow that defines you. It has always been your genetic makeup that allowed you to achieve the greatness that you do. And so I'm snapping and I'm snapping. So I hope you enjoyed that um, poem written by yours true, Krishna Janeira, AKA Writing Dove. It's called Makeup. And um, again, I think it was just so befitting for the message today. And we're going to move on to the ending and the book recommendation. I always like to recommend a sweet, sweet, short um, book that you can read. And during this time, again, while you're meditating on a lot of this, it would be perfect for you to um, take the time to read as well. And this one is entitled Blunt. Um... It is called, um, well, it's blunt and it's seven brutally perspectives on your spiritual life. And it's by Alan um, Pastion. 
um, that's P-A-S-T-I-A-N. So I may or may not be saying that correctly, but you have the spelling. And Allen is A-L-A-N. It's called Blunt, Seven Brutally Honest Perspectives on Your Spiritual Life. And I'll go ahead. I think it's like a 30-minute read, but it's very, very strong, very sweet, short and sweet. Um, and that's what I try to recommend to you Um books that you can actually um or literature that can actually um enhance the understanding of the message for today and this one in particular what it read in i mean what they have written in regards to the summary about this book is that sometimes you have to be honest we all have times in our lives when we have to hear the facts to speak the truth with love is a scriptural virtue we probably all will have to engage in at some point in our lives. Sometimes we need someone to get in our face and speak it like it is. Because sometimes we feel too emotional about it and we need someone who isn't feeling it like we are. Sometimes we make it too complicated and we need some one to simplify it and call us back to the basics sometimes we are too close to it and we need that moment of clarity to get us back to what it's really about sometimes you have to be candid we have taken seven common spiritual themes where life has made them complicated sensitive and dramatic and we have broken them down into a handful of easy bite-sized paragraphs to chew on or you could just swallow them whole we are choosing to be downright in your face about some of these topics we face and are wanting to call it like we see it to share it like we think it to hear it even when it's difficult this is your moment to rip the band-aid off and face it. Sometimes you just have to be blunt. And this is a small snippet, no synopsis about um, that was written about this book. So um, really interesting read. I always like to, and I do oftentimes read these short 30 minute reads during uh, morning meditation just to kind of help um, promote and even to encourage a message of clarity for myself as well um but I really really hope that during this time you guys are really coming together in spirit and even this is um a time again like I said to be there for one another be there for yourself find yourself be authentic just be you so again i thank all of you for joining me and um, having your coffee and christ with your girl krishna janae um i love all of you i miss all of you please stay safe please stay healthy um stay home and have a little self-talk a self-chat enjoy yourself love on yourself be whole just be you so i love you you love me i need you you need me we need each other and i just thank you so much and have a beautiful and blessed week i can't wait to meet the new you or the old you ciao